0: Ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to get underway, so we can find their seats, and remember to enjoy the show. Thank you. Well, hey, everyone. Welcome to Coming of Age. Hello. This is a nice little casual conversation today. Um, we're, very casual. We're we feel so good.
1: Yeah, it's a great. It's a great day.
0: We are outside under the uh, Florida sky
1: at night, and it's, it's very dark. We're we're literally sitting underneath the electrical wire that runs through my backyard. Yeah, we are. That it falls, we die. <laughs> This is a dangerous episode. Oh. and <laughs> may never get released. Till it's too late. <laughs> it will get released. We just won't be around to enjoy mm-hmm. your enjoyment. If uh, that makes any sense. <laughs> well, here's your ghostly hosts. <laughs>
0: Chase Cummins. And Alan Loosebra. Thank you. Thanks, Dave.
1: Um, um, smoking cigars and drinking wine—it's fantastic. are doing. You're going to see pictures of this, and we're sitting in front of what is going to be our studio. <laughs> so we soon. just decided. We we literally figured it out tonight because I'm an idiot and have had this on my property for. I've months, had for I've had year.
0: dreams of this and never told
1: you because I was too scared. We yeah we didn't communicate well. I thought you'd this. yell at me. <laughs> Yeah. God damn it, Alan. Why what the fuck do you want to just, you always want to use my house? That's my house back there. Yeah. What do you want to move in? Yeah. What do you want to live on my property, but not in my actual home, just adjacent to it? You don't want to be bunk mates? Come on. We didn't live together in college. We didn't live together before college. You should just move in. What do you want? That's why our friendship is still going. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody I've lived with, I don't talk to anymore. You live with Ben. And I live with Dan. And Dan. Dan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you I talk do, to them. You do fine. Uh,
0: okay. Well, we are going to talk about Infinity War today, but I do have one thing I want to share. Uh, is there anything you watched before that you'd like to talk about? Um, Yes, but I'm going to let you start tonight. Oh, thank you very much. Um, I watched the HBO documentary on the Dana Carvey show. Have oh, you seen that? I have not. I don't know if it's new or whatever. Uh, I haven't seen it there before, so I, I think it might be.
1: But I didn't know that was there, so.
0: It was fan-fucking-tastic. And it just talks about, like, mainly, like, Steve Carell and Stephen Colbert, like, how their careers got started on that. And, like.
1: Really? On the Dana Carvey on show? On the Dana Carvey show. I didn't know that
0: yeah, they were like Steve Carell was part of Second City and He was like really fucking good and Stephen Colbert was his understudy. I Knew and I knew that so they they were scouting and they went to go see Steve Carell, but he wasn't there that night Stephen Colbert was there uh, And yeah, and they were like, oh, let's get Stephen Colbert (laughs) that's funny
1: yeah that's how it started
0: yeah yeah and then uh i think like he recommended steve like they still go see steve carell or something and then they got him
1: too that's crazy yeah um and that's
0: why steve and they had like audition tapes and stuff
1: too well is that why both of them were on the daily show
0: yeah absolutely uh like same thing like it's been like hey hire this guy like, the whole time. Like, they've been doing that for each other. Like, God. they're fucking awesome. That's awesome. It, like, shows their friendship, and it's really fucking sweet. That's so cool. And the entire show... I've, I've seen, like, clips um, from the show, like, sketches. Like, you've seen uh, it's Steve Carell and Dana Carvey, and they're, like, doing pranks, but, like, they're... Uh, they're experiencing like the downfall of the prank, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> they I've like shovel a old ladies' uh, sidewalks, and they're like, "Hey, lady, we're all done." She's like, "How much was it again? Twenty each?" And they're like, "Yeah." She's like, "Let me go get my my wallet," and then they're like, "And they just run away and start. They're laughing so hard." <laughs> I have seen that. (laughs) Yeah, like I've seen that and I've seen a couple others, but like they show you so much shit that
1: I was like, oh my God, this was the Dana Carvey show. It's awesome. That's so cool. I'm gonna have to watch that because I remember watching what you're talking about, the them doing pranks, but it's like them at a fast food restaurant and then they pay for the food. And She's like, all right, let me grab your food for you. And then they just drive off and they're like, <laughs> yeah, laughing their asses off yeah, and exactly. It's, like, it, it's so And stupid. they like buy
0: movie tickets from Louis C.K. Oh, and then they, they just don't. It's the same skit. Same skit. You probably just didn't notice it was Louis C.K. Yeah. That's I remember crazy. Maybe you did and you forgot. I don't know. It's it's, probably, it looks like Louis C.K. <laughs>
1: it's probably the latter. Very much so. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, they just buy movie tickets and then they just run away. <laughs> don't go see the movie. <laughs> It's so fucking good. It's and Steve good Carell is fucking like laughing so hard in it, which is like what really makes it funny. He's like got like fucking veins popping out. Shit. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> like Jesus. And they talk about that too. They talk about like how much Steve Carell like fucking sold it. Like he went like fucking over the top because he was a huge fan of Dana Carvey. Yeah. And Dana Carvey hired him, and
1: he's just like, oh, shit, like, I, have I have to, to impress mean, my idol. <laughs> that's incredible. <laughs> yeah. he. I mean, Steve Carell is—I um, mean, Dana Carvey's a legend, so I don't want to di- like diminish Dana Carvey's career, but Steve Carell's become more relevant, I think, than Dana Carvey ever was. But Dana was. Carvey
0: was a lot more relevant when we weren't really—
1: well, in, yeah, I mean, we were in, kids. Yeah, in the conscious mind to think about that kind of show, I and mean, we were children. Like in the, it was the mid '90s when he was like probably the most the most relevant. I would think. I mean, but honestly, it's kind of the same with Ben Stiller. He was super relevant in the mid to late '90s. Around yeah. that same time, Everyone's and got they both the time. had sketch shows. Yeah, but I would say Dana Carvey has kind of. Started doing his own thing and hasn't been in doing shows or doing anything. Ben Stiller continued doing stuff.
0: Yeah, well, Dana Carvey's got a fucking family, okay. So Steve Carell <laughs> and Ben Stiller. Well, he cares
1: about him more. <laughs> probably <laughs> that's probably true. <laughs> you know, with Steve Carell, but definitely um, with Dana Carvey. <laughs> but you should totally fucking watch it. It's so good.
0: And uh, so they the show used to get like it's like a callback to old shows when they would like be sponsored by shit yeah. you know like brought to you by Alka-Seltzer like shit yeah. like that and they would like be like there's like Taco Bell Dana Carvey show like the Taco Bell Dana Car- Carvey show really <laughs> yeah like Mountain Dew sponsor them and shit and by the end when they were like about to get cancelled like it was spiraling so out, like so downward that uh there was just like a Chinese restaurant that sponsored <laughs>
1: What other episodes? (laughs) And they, like, did it. (laughs) Like, it was honestly funny as shit. Yeah. (laughs) That's hilarious. It was so great. But that's back when people... That was the model that's how you made money you had to have sponsorships
0: and then yeah but you don't call it the fucking you don't like do skits about the fucking sponsors
1: and like that's somebody who's like sick of that model and they're going well we have to do it let's just have fun with it and i mean no it was his idea yeah yeah for sure (laughs) for sure but i'm saying he's like let's have fun with these spot like we have to be sponsored let's have some fun with sponsors
0: no i'm saying that we we He's like we'll get the fucking sponsors Like we'll hire the We'll oh, go we'll out and get
1: that. the fucking sponsor it Probably gave him a bigger budget
0: Yeah for Be, sure Yeah for doing that It was great It's so fucking funny
1: That's awesome I i have
0: not watched much of that show at all He like really wanted to make like money Like he loves fucking Monty Python He wanted to make a the, show more like that That's what it reminds stuff. me of a little yeah. bit though It's
1: so good But anyway yeah it's a good thing You should watch it That's great I'm gonna watch that Um, well, if I am going to talk about anything, um, I've been watching, there's a lot of things I've, I've watched. All right. But but since we're not going to, we're going to pick one thing I'm going to talk about the show. We can talk about whatever. All right. Well, thank you. I will probably bring something else (laughs) up then, but, but, uh, I'd like to talk to you about the terror, the terror, the terror. What is that? I feel like I know what that is. So I, I might've mentioned it to you before, but it's, Go on. it's a horror show. It's like one season. So it's like a mini, I would call it almost a mini series and people are saying that they should bring it back and be like an anthology thing, but mm-hmm. it only honestly works with this one mini series. Um, and it's uh it's a period piece set in the I think the eighteen forties, like almost eighteen fifty, I think. It's either that or it's almost eighteen seventy. I'm pretty sure it's eighteen fifty. Okay. And it's the these two ships trying to find the route through the Arctic Channel, like the Arctic Pass. And Oh yes, you have talked about this. Yes. And it's like they get the, their captain makes a bad decision and they get like stuck in the ice for like multiple years because the water freezes and it doesn't dethaw thaw like it should yeah over the course of a couple of years so they get they're literally stuck in this channel and they have provisions to last them like three or four years but the ice isn't melting and then a monster a giant fucking crazy ass fucking monster <laughs> who's like has something to do with the spirit world is killing them off and it becomes in, it's slow burn as fuck and it Wait, gets so what year insane. was this made this year okay yeah it's British um it's got like Jared Harris and cheering high oh bloody Jared Harris it's bloody Jared Harris <laughs> it's, it's Richard Harris's son wow I love him he's in Mad Men <laughs> he's in Mad Men on AMC he's in bloody Mad Men he's in bloody Mad Men <laughs> he hangs himself in Mad Men I don't know what accent that is. <laughs> it's a one of the British accents. a sense. dirty man. He's a dirty man. He's a dirty, dirty man. No, so it's he's really fucking good, good though. He's
0: got a hot of gold.
1: <laughs> Kill him. He's got a hot of gold. He's got a hot of gold. Give me that gold. No, he he's. Uh, it's really fucking good it's scary as fuck in like a super slow burn way that's Uh, awesome i love that how many episodes is it 10 10. Me and Jordan have watched six So we have like four left And fuck, I want to watch it The third episode like the first two are really slow Like there's some crazy shit that happens in them But it's like really developing characters and stuff And they're really setting a stage and like kind of Presenting everything I just told to you about them getting stuck in the ice Like it all happens in the first two The third episode something so insane happens That me and Jordan both were getting tired We both sat up Got alert and had to watch two more episodes Before the end of the night because we were so like What the fuck was that kind of thing like that's crazy and then uh and now we've watched like an episode a night because it's just so intense that like we I don't want to like overdo it
0: yeah wow it's fantastic it's really good I can't wait to
1: what is it on it's an AMC show well okay. it's an English show that's being broadcast on AMC but I'm watching it on admit me what what is that just kidding <laughs> what what service are you describing
0: um that's great what else? Fucking Barry was amazing
1: yeah, last week. Barry was fucking incredible. We watched that together. By the
0: time this is out, this is, the season will be through. There's one episode left.
1: Yeah. By the time this is out, it'll be done for about a week or so. For about a week. This ep- Oh, well, this episode's coming out. Oh, I I was thinking about Barry. Like I thought you were like saying like they're just taking a week off. And they're coming back. And I was like, Wait, what? With one episode. <laughs>
0: um dude mid-season break just a week off
1: into the season break uh i will say this about barry the blonde girl the main girl yeah he's got an fucking hate her but she's a great actress that's a great actress i've never seen that person in anything
0: i've never seen her in anything either um can't say i love the character
1: but you know whatever the character's supposed to be super flawed like that character's super flawed but she's like a talented actress in the show and i think that the actress who's playing her is a super talented actress for being able to play this like really vapid um self-obsessed actor and then when she, like and then give you this sense of like she's struggling with like with her life and where it is and like she's she's got these like Conf- this conflicting uh like thing going on inside of her and then she's actually a good actress in the show like she actually comes across as being a good actress in the show
0: yeah like as that character for sure absolutely and, and I you turn that, me around it's 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 good, it's a good it is it's good, a good it's, she's a very good actress for sure i think she just makes me uncomfortable sometimes i'm just like super uncomfortable get out of here yeah the fucking shot <laughs> <laughs> you're being a bitch you're being such a bitch. <laughs> Henry Winkler is a fucking national treasure.
1: <laughs> He's the best. He's the fucking best. Rewatching Arrested Development, the remakes. Oh, my God. And okay. That was cracking me up. Something down. about Barry as well. Like, I love
0: that... Spoilers. <laughs> uh-huh. Spoilers, guys. <laughs> not, nothing too big. But I love that it's not like a traditional, like, guy gets the girl kind of thing. Because not at all. Yeah. Like, literally, I was like, okay, like, so he's doing that. Well, maybe eventually, but
1: well, he fantasizes for right about her like, and
0: it's great. Oh my god, yeah, it's so good. I love his fantasies. They're fantastic. They're so good, but um, yeah, it just seemed like it was going that way, and then immediately when it it went that way,
1: it stopped. Like yeah. it stopped. <laughs> he like got her. He like had a one night stand with her, and then got yeah. way too clingy, and it started showing his purse like his so, social ineptitude and stuff and like you start to see him more of like what he's actually been like, I love He comes across kind of like a guy would be a is oh, this last so episode
0: wrong. like the I'm part sure. the fucking part in the car oh my god very intense parts in this car I'm saying y'all but you know just
1: watch it you'll know what I'm talking about I'm sorry I had to fix that uh it's okay dude the part in the car was insane <laughs> Part in the car was insane. Part in the car. And uh Car parts. Watch like you, you knew what was gonna happen. And then you were kind of like the guy who it happens to. You were in his shoes for a second. And it was very good. That guy is in like fucking American pie and shit.
0: Like yeah. where did he go and just come back and be act awesome. that scene so
1: fucking amazing. So well. I you was like it. what? Yeah. It was crazy. It was so good. The way he like pleaded with him, and then was just like, "Never mind, never mind." When he realized what situation he was actually in, yeah. When he realized who his friend actually was, and then fucking Bill Hader's performance is like the guy who has to come, like in that moment, has to come term to terms with the fact who he is and, and what he, what actually he has, to do. has to do, and he doesn't want to do it. Uh-huh. And you can see it play out. But then he was, res- it's like the re- resignation to like, I actually have to do this. I have no choice. It's so good. And you've put me in this position. Like Fuck. the way that played out was intense. And then. He shoots him in the face. <laughs> I was like, we can't just talk about this this much. And not... When he shoots Watch him in the face. Watch this shit. Um, but then when he's backstage getting ready to go on for his line and it's cutting. Oh my God. Most amazing thing ever through the phone call and the funeral of his of the guy he killed and his family and stuff and the way they did that is insane. It was so fucking incredible. It was beautiful. Oh, it, it was
0: so good. Yeah, like top scenes of the year. Yeah, you it was know, great. That would be an interesting thing to do. Like fucking make a
1: top scenes of the year. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually down. That sounds Top
0: scenes of 2018. We're just to everything.
1: S- yeah, scrub through everything we've seen. That'd be cool. Oh, maybe that'll be a thing. Maybe be a thing. Hey, you can tell we're outside now. Because <laughs> the cops are coming.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 we fucking get it. Someone's dying. <laughs> but we're all dying.
1: Safe inside.
0: <laughs> It's the only way to die. <laughs> <laughs> inside and then outside. Inside, later comes the outside. Unless it all just at once. meshes together at once, and then you got a little bit of insides coming outside. A
1: little outside. It's going inside. inside. <laughs> Until you're nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Or just laugh (laughs) We're all
2: gonna die
0: right, we've clearly accepted it (laughs) Why can't you
1: Guys accept it and move on I accept you (laughs) It's like death is just a bad breakup (laughs) Guys just accept it and move on You can't do anything about it Dude he sucks (laughs) She's gonna suck his dick It doesn't matter
0: Oh no! A <laughs> fucking blowjob from Lady Death. It's the way to go out. Which is what Thanos would ultimately like from the comic books, but
1: from the comic books, but not in... not
0: in Avengers: Infinity War. Yeah. He... Unfortunately, I was waiting for that scene.
1: But Death might not be alive anymore.
0: Well, I don't know. Let's let's uh, let's not dwell on that. <laughs> we'll get into some shit. Let's get into this shit, then. Let's get into it. All right. Well, here it is. Mm-hmm. Avengers Infinity War. Uh, we've been waiting fucking... six. Days. Well, we didn't know we were waiting, but yeah. <laughs> it's been 10 years since Marvel started, which is insane, and mm-hmm. an absolutely amazing accomplishment on their part. Yeah, for real. It's fucking sweet. They did a very good job. Yep. Um, even if you don't like... There, there were some a, fumbles. ...a lot of, you know superhero movies you know like every single one they still fucking did it and did a pretty fucking good job for
1: speaking of someone who grew up liking superhero movies and then fell out of love with the superhero movies i'm one back over with this with this particular movie yeah and i've seen the recent, i've watched i've kept up guys i've mm-hmm. not not watched them mm-hmm. i just didn't enjoy them for the most part after yeah uh, i well, got to a certain i age, think a
0: lot of people felt that as well because superhero movies were becoming the movies and it was just everyone the, it's just box office sales after box office, office sales. sales just fucking well, superhero it, movies everyone's going to see superhero it movies it
1: seems lately that, that you can kind of see that in the big films that are coming out for oscar seasons and stuff like the last two or three years three three years or so you've seen some really crazy fucking movies come out like art films and stuff Mm -hmm. that are you know i think that are popular because of the people's disdain for these superhero films um yeah but i i would argue that this particular superhero film kind of transcends all of it and, and it's like going it's like it, back in the 70s going to see one of those big blockbusters like like Jaws or something.
0: Well yeah. well, it's it, like Steven Spielberg movie. It, it, it's very epic and it's epic in the way that I feel like Star Wars used to be. Like Star Wars isn't shit now. Star Wars, people go see Star Wars movies because um,
1: I don't know why anymore. But <laughs> I mean <laughs> when it it's came back. This, there's all this built in <laughs> fan base to him. Some people genuinely like the movies I guess but like Empire Strikes Back, in my opinion, if we're going to talk about Star Wars for a second, Empire Strikes Back is the only one that's good. Well, I just want to talk about, I don't know, like how
0: Star Wars movies made me, like the original trilogy made me feel when I was a kid. Like that's what I feel from this movie. Like I feel like there is like epic integrity to it. And it sure. holds up, and it's not, like, just fucking sloppy bullshit. For
1: sure. For sure. <laughs> You're talking about the original trilogy of Star Wars? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. You're right. As, and as a kid, I felt that as well. And as an adult, I look back and go, well, Empire Strikes Back is the, actually that epic. It's fucking amazing. Like, it holds up as an adult being that epic. And I'd say Infinity War is also in that in that realm of epicness. Yeah, for of sure. being, like, this this feels like everything has been trying to feel like, like all of these Marvel movies have wanted to feel like this actually hits that moment. This is fellowship of the ring for the first time kind of thing. Yeah. Well, Avengers is fellowship. <laughs> yeah. But the experience, yeah. the Intangible experience. Of Honestly, I did
0: not see fellowship in theaters. I came to Lord of the Rings late. Damn dude. Fellowship of the Ring was already out, and I was like, "What's Fellowship of the Ring?" <laughs> like, I was like, what "Are you guys talking about you fucking freaks?" How late? How late? Um, I didn't fucking know about Lord of the Rings until like after the movie was already out. But like, which movie? Fellowship.
1: So we were in fifth grade, fourth or fifth grade when that movie came. Probably. Out. I saw that in theaters, and I went with a friend, and my friend got scared in the first five minutes in the intro and they had my dad had to leave and call his parents to pick him up and i missed the first 10 minutes of the movie after that oh, I'm and sorry. came back in when gandalf's in the shire already and i was like super into it after that It's up my role it's up my path down loving rpgs loving things like oblivion and skyrim playing video games like that and loving fantasy hell yeah fucking 10 11 i children. uh
0: just played fucking Super Smash Bros. and
1: I know you did, because you kicked everybody's fucking ass.
0: I wasn't into well, I played RuneScape. I feel like I like when I played RuneScape, I didn't even know what Lord of the Rings was. Oh I see I didn't I RuneScape. don't think that's right actually. I really don't think that's right. You probably did. I think I think I was well aware, like at the time of when I played. R- RuneScape, R- which Rudy. is probably like fucking sixth grade or some shit.
1: People still play that game and talk about it. <laughs> That's silly. I'm <laughs> just kidding. Whatever. It's That's a good time. A, it's a nostalgia thing. <laughs> it's pretty
0: silly and funny.
1: Yeah, I never played RuneScape. I was never part of that mm. actual world. I never played Yu-Gi-Oh! either. I was a Pokemon kid. Uh, yeah, I never played
0: it, but I definitely had some Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. There's so... F- there was some
1: fucking funny ass Yu-Gi-Oh cards. People, kids loved them. I remember being in fifth grade and still being into Pokemon and collecting Pokemon cards and people were collecting Yu-Gi-Oh cards at the time. This is 2002. So the Yu-Gi-Oh was getting really popular. And uh, I remember literally as that at that age thinking, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> and then you're like, yeah, I got my Pokemon cards. <laughs> what, why aren't you guys buying Pokemon cards? You guys are stupid as fuck. Yeah, Pokemon cards are worth money. Yu-Gi-Oh cards are worth shit. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Hey, that, that animator sucks. My interest stood the test of time. Pegasus? Pokemon's still a thing. What the fuck is Yu-Gi-Oh?
0: yu gi Oh's is probably still a thing, but it's, but not, it's not a Pokemon. <laughs> it's definitely not Pokemon. Dude, my fucking cousins, shout out, uh, Nick Wolf, Sam Wolf, Luke Wolf, Hey. Felicia, I don't know if you had anything to do with it. Probably hey Felicia. not. Felicia. But uh Felicia. they had like fucking <laughs> every single Pokemon card. <laughs> and they had it in like this huge fucking book and they literally had like every single one, even like super rare fucking they collected crazy hologram. I and mean, they just like
1: had them all. They collected them all. Yeah. <laughs> they won beat the game
0: (laughs) and i was just like holy fucking shit
1: (laughs) i still have all mine in fucking binders from when i was a kid i kept that shit in binders and they made those fucking special like it was like i guess baseball card stuff too because of the same size but like you filed everything and then i had the big case with them
0: i I remember i remember fucking collecting like baseball and like basketball cards and shit and not knowing why I was doing it. <laughs> really? It's col- collected- so weird to like think about. Like I literally just had them and I was like, I don't know who any of these people are.
1: <laughs> yeah, why do I care? I collected baseball cards for like um like a couple months. Because my dad was into baseball when I was a really little kid. I mean he was into sports. Yeah. And so he's like, baseball cards, maybe a little he'll battle land, you know. <laughs> Hopefully I don't get a fucking fairy on my hands. And oh my uh God. Yeah, and then uh, I remember being like, I don't know, I don't know who these people, at six being like, I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, and I joined the Scouts, the Cub Scouts, and then I, like, I didn't care about fucking baseball cards, but I was, like, really into survivalism as, like, a child. I want to learn how to survive. Was, like, and my dad's like, all right, that's, that's manly. <laughs> that's fine. I mean, yeah, that's cool. Fine. Like, cool, let's learn how to survive. I'm like, I want to learn how to bite a fire in the rain.
0: And tend to my family when they need me.
1: And then I lost interest after that part. Once I realized I was a white man at about the age of nine, <laughs> a white man at the he, age of nine. I don't have to learn how to survive. In fact, it's more interesting if I get bullied. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, you thought of this for sure. No, no, I got bullied out of the Cub Scouts. No, I didn't. I, I loved Cub Scouts. Um, Cubs. I just cups got into Pokemon. me, <laughs> I got into Pokemon, and then I was like, "Never mind. I want to play cards. <laughs> yeah, I want to play video games.
0: I want to play fucking Pokemon and video games, and be in a superhero movie. Yeah, I want to be Spider Man. Yeah. Fuck. Why does Toby get to do it? <laughs> <What the> fuck. <laughs> that guy's not that old. He's
1: like thirty when he did Spider Man.
0: Hey, what the fuck, Seabiscuit doing swinging through the air? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm eleven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the Seabiscuit biscuit came after Spider Man, I think.
1: It did. It came in between two and three, I think.
0: <gasps> Damn, we were like, Toby, where are you going? Come
1: what back here. We got a shitty hey. ass film to make. <laughs> we got the worst of the Spider Mans. It's so funny. It's it's <laughs> hilarious. <laughs> it is hilarious. Video Game donkeys Review is the funniest thing. That is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> it was
0: like, I can't remember. We were like at some, uh, Travis Dutton's, um, dad's house just like for Thanksgiving or some shit. It was some holiday. And we were watching some football or whatever. And then when commercials come on, Spider-Man 3 was on. And we would just flip <laughs> over to it. And it was like gold every time we go. That was my favorite part. Like, I was like, eh, okay, football. Yeah, yeah. Like, sh- commercials are su- super short for football. It's like two commercials.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Back to football. And you're like, oh, god damn it.
0: You're, like, checking more often because, you know, dad wants to fucking watch football. Yeah.
1: You're like, just go back to Spider-Man 3. Spider-Man 3 is so funny, please. So funny. It's so bad. When
0: he's, like, fucking dancing on the table and shit
1: and, like, finger gunning girls. Yes. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Yeah. Oh, my is God. Is that Bryce Dallas Howard playing Gwen Stacy? Um, is that Ron Howard's kid? Is that Ron Howard's kid? Is that who it is? It's...
0: What else is she in? It's, uh... Lady in
1: the Water? Is she the lady from Lady in the Water?
0: I I know exactly who it is. I don't know. That name doesn't sound familiar to me. (laughs) What else is she in? She's in the fucking newest, like, Jurassic uh, World shit. Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Yeah, she's a terrible actress. I don't think she is. Honestly, like, I didn't really think that until these Jurassic World movies.
1: Jurassic World's... A terrible movie though
0: but her delivery on every line I'm like oh my god what the fuck is this bullshit are we living in a simulated world and this is like this is a simulated movie essentially yeah like with simulated actors I'm just That's like what Chris Pratt is now. What to the a fuck? Simulation. Chris Pratt is a simulation too.
1: <laughs> yeah. He used to be real. <laughs> yeah, when he was on Parks and Rec, he was real. He was real and, as fuck when he was on Parks and Rec. And that fucking Canadian soap <laughs> opera thing he was on, I did not know about that. He was on like some of the it was one of those teen dramas like Evergreen or something like that.
0: Hmm.
1: All right. Well, Chris Pratt.
0: Boom. Back to fucking Avengers. <laughs> Back to
1: Avengers. Okay,
0: so Avengers opens with, uh, like, transmission from the Asgardian ship.
1: It's like the end of Ragnarok, basically. Yeah,
0: Ragnarok uh, is, like, you know that Thanos has come by if you watch Ragnarok in the fucking end credits. Of course yep. you did, because you're a super fan. And uh, If you're listening to this, you have to be. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so, it's... Thanos is pretty much like uh, taking over this ship, and everybody's fucking dead. And he's with the Black Order, and he has fucking Thor, and uh, it's just like fucking about to kill him. You see, he's already got the fucking Power Stone, the Purple Boy,
1: the Purple Boy.
0: He's got that one. What and movie they ex- did he get? They explain later that he he didn't get it in a movie. It's it was on Xandar from okay. Guardians one or some shit okay. I don't fucking know. Okay. I think that's what it was on. Um and they explain later in the film that he like fucking just went there and like destroyed, destroyed fucking Xandar and or you know destroyed half of Xandar. I don't know if he like only does half the population every time or he's
1: just like hey, I'll fucking kill everyone cuz I need this stone. Yeah, I don't I don't know. they by the end of the movie it seems like every time he kills half yeah but But I
0: don't know I'm not sure about Xandar but anyway doesn't matter he fucking got the power stone you didn't see that it was off camera but it just needed to fucking happen so he would just be powerful already he was like hey (laughs) I'm gonna kill Thor and Loki's there and he's like fucking do it and uh yeah
1: and then Loki ends up dying (laughs)
0: But and first, first Loki is like, we have a Hulk or whatever, and Hulk gets his one scene in the movie before he starts being a bitch and like is Ruffalo. the worst actor ever. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Only, like, really only complaint of the film is Mark Ruffalo.
1: That sucks, <laughs> yeah. He's like one of the more professional actors in the movie. I mean, they're all not professional. Even,
0: not even, though. Like, I, I feel like he, like, since he's been part of the Avengers, he's been pretty out of the... No, out of the loop on good. I'm just thinking good like Zodiac films, and
1: he's great in Zodiac. But I, I that's a bias. It's a one movie bias. I, can't I like him it.
0: in Eternal Sunshine a lot too. Yeah, yeah.
1: He can be good. He
0: can definitely be good. But I don't know. I don't know. I think he just quit. He was like, okay, I'm part of Avengers now. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm just gonna be goofy. Yeah. Like I think he's the goofy guy on set. Like he makes everybody laugh. He's one of the guys that, like, a lot of people are just like, oh, you fucking love
1: Mark. He's funny. He's I like And then he just, like, him.
0: stopped acting. <laughs> like he, He's just being goofy. He's like, this is fun. I'm getting paid? Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, like, just got dots all over my face <laughs> most of the time. Not in this movie. Not in this movie. But, uh, so you get a fucking badass little beat up from Hulk. But then, like, on the second time around watching this film... Yeah. Uh... Watching like Thanos beat the shit out of Hulk. Like I was watching all of the fucking moves. Like it was like a fucking boxing <laughs> match or some shit. <laughs> and I was like, damn. It was so good actually. It's fucking crazy the the visual effects on this. Except for like <laughs> uh like a couple scenes with the Black Order. Black Order gets kinda weird sometimes. Kinda looks uh The girl that Carrie Coon plays. Which is weird that Carrie Coon even plays. So I I don't know if you heard me in the middle of the movie. I was like, you can hear it. Oh yeah, for like, sure. I, yeah. I, well, I didn't know that until after
1: you told me in like, uh, after, her interest, after the like, first by the time, way, that's yeah. Carrie Coon. And then like halfway through the movie, she had a scene and I was like, Oh, you can hear it in her voice. Yeah, for sure. It sounds like Carrie. Coon.
0: I, I heard it the second time around. I was like, okay, yeah, that's definitely Carrie Coon. Yeah. Um, but her face looks kind of weird and well, not not quite uh it's not not quite as I mean. good as like um squidward face guy i
1: don't even know yeah
0: <laughs> i don't even know what his call fucking him name squidward, is squidward though
1: <laughs> they do call him that
0: um but he was awesome as shit i fucking love that um but anyway yeah so um thanos fucking murders loki and heimdall in the fucking first scene spoilers uh-huh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you better go watch the fucking movie people i feel like people are yeah, yeah, yeah. i've like, seen it yeah yeah we're gonna sure. assume that you've seen the movie and we're gonna talk about it like well if you're
0: listening it. to a review you know like come on yeah
1: we're gonna talk about it <laughs> stop
0: like listening to reviews go watch the movie it's really good okay um but no keep listening uh-huh uh, that so that kills off you know uh a good good chunk of thor's <laughs> universe First, yeah. like what's well, kind of good in there and i wonder like okay like f- so full full disclosure all, like all context of the whole movie during the entire conversation the fucking disappearing part of the end yeah like i think that those characters are under the umbrella of characters to come
1: back but i don't think outside of that the characters are coming the back. characters are coming back. Okay, so I agree with you. And I thought Gamora wasn't going to come back as well. But I uh, was talking to somebody else who, who's seen it. And they were saying that Gamora, because she was killed to get the soul stone, uh, when he snaps his fingers and he goes to the soul plane. Like that place with like the weird thing And Gamora's a little child And it's like really trippy looking And uh, Thanos is in that area And he's like it's right after he snapped his fingers And she's like what did it cost And he's like everything or whatever He's actually in the soul plane Uh uh, Like the plane of existence And she's still alive And so like Gamora's gonna come back
0: yeah, I would I would I would think that Gamora would come back oh, because, of, because of Guardians. On. Yeah.
1: Like that actress is gonna like be they're in other
0: movies. Definitely gonna do another Guardians movie. And yes. that's how you know. <laughs> like yeah. it's not gonna be Guardians without Gamora. And Zoe
1: Saldana's fucking awesome. She's incredible. She's one of the best parts of Guardians and one of the best parts of Infinity War. It's just like she's one of the straight actors like one of the she plays it straight kind of very actors. intense yeah. and like
0: she's got a lot to deal with the she, most to deal with pretty much most she, on her plate <laughs> she brings the stakes, yeah with her yeah, yeah. yeah. On, on the plate yeah stakes on the plate, on the
1: plate. well her, her relationship with thanos gives the movie a lot of emotional resonance um it's an important relationship and they did a good job developing it in the first two guardians movies and then letting it play out in this mm-hmm. um and realizing thanos actually loves her and that's why he actually hasn't killed her and stuff and like like oh, there are disputes in and guardians one and two. You realize like he's not even trying to kill her at all. Yeah. Um, and like I don't know, it's it's an interesting dynamic. Well, you, you also get, it humanizes him in a way that like or like unvillainizes him in a way that that's interesting for being such a big villain. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, it's his own captured daughter. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's she's stole his her. prisoner. He's not going to kill her.
1: Yeah, but he loves her. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Honestly, the twist. first time around, the first time around that I watched this, the the part where he, where she takes him to whatever, the Vormir, or whatever the place is, I think that's what it's called. Yeah. Um, and because she had like a map to the soul stone. Yeah. She knew where it was. So she takes him there and then fucking death shows up essentially which is i think a replacement for the original comics uh like infinity gauntlet series having lady death be a huge part of it um but just visually because obviously it's red skull you know and the, and red skull plays no part in like the way that lady death does in the comics because no. the whole the entire reason that Thanos is trying to wipe out half the universe is to impress Lady Death in the comic books. Yeah, because he fucking loves Lady Death, and it's crazy that um, in the first Avengers, at the end of the first Avengers credit scene, where it first showed Thanos for the first time, and uh, it's like some some servant of Thanos coming up to him, and he's being he's like uh, to Oppose the Avengers would be like dining with death or something like that like to like something something along those lines it's not that and he's like perfect or whatever like that's an ode to him wanting to dine with death
1: so they're setting it up for that they're setting
0: it up for that but they didn't do that plot but it was so early that like you can't really blame them <laughs> for like actually writing out like an entire different like. So
1: like I like I said this this I mean it's ten years of work and like they made some missteps and had some fumbles along but the way, bare, but like, like
0: not really big ones. things you know small like ones that you that's can just like hype you know. Yeah. And like also it it's, introduces
1: this character. Also it's it's
0: part. wordplay. Yeah. So it's not necessarily you know like, canon. It's just like oh that it's a nice little like ode. Yeah. You know in that regard yeah but yeah obviously the biggest fucking mess up is the recasting of the hulk (laughs) of edward norton can you imagine if edward norton was in these movies
1: no no i cannot imagine edward norton being in these movies i couldn't tell you if it would be better or worse i think it might be better because he can handle serious better than mark ruffalo i think can and and edward norton is capable of comedy it would 100 percent be better but like it Edward that, an Incredibly difficult actor to work with apparently. Oh, yeah, I don't think that it would last it, Which is why well, it he didn't, didn't like was yeah. yeah, <laughs> why
0: he was just like no, not, I even didn't fucking do it Yeah, but like Iron Man was in the Incredible Hulk that movie. Yeah, yeah. He like showed up at the end with fucking Nick Fury or some bullshit
1: And it, I'm super glad to have seen Nick Fury at the end of this movie. Yeah, cuz they kind of dropped him off
0: I don't give a fuck about Nick Fury.
1: I don't either, but it was, it it was like a, like a fun little thing. Him and, and, um. I was disappointed. Colby (laughs) Smolders. I wasn't.
0: I was very disappointed. I was was like, I guess we're going to fucking watch this shit.
1: He disappeared. Yeah. That's the best part.
0: (sighs) Um, oh, Jesus Christ. Okay. What do we talk about?
1: (laughs) Well, there's so much to talk about. So like. This isn't gonna be. This is a casual conversation. We're not. We're not gonna break this movie down plot by fucking plot. Yeah, no, definitely people, not. It's recent. People have seen it, so I think uh, let's just talk about our favorite fucking parts. Like, I loved Doctor Strange in this movie. Yeah, and I thought the Doctor Strange movie was good, but wasn't great. But I thought Doctor Strange as a character really shined in this film. Mm. Um, well,
0: Doctor Strange as a movie is very entertaining like again just visually they did a very fucking good job on making it fucking trippy and crazy and like keeping you in in that way but like plot wise just very basic very very fucking basic and like almost moves like way too quickly. You're just it, like,
1: oh, okay, okay well, all right, all right, he's Doctor Strange now. <laughs> like, <laughs> it moves way too quickly. Yeah, it's and very so quick. The problem with my biggest problem with most of the Marvel movies is the pacing. Their pacing is so off. Can
0: you hear me that lighter, sir?
1: Yeah, I see. Yeah, 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 there are pacing problems in a lot
0: of them. In because of uh, they're trying to establish these characters so quickly. Um, so
1: that they can move on to the, the next villain thing. of the week. And so, and like a lot of them are origin stories, um, which I haven't, I didn't love the Spider-Man home, Homecoming, um, but I didn't finish Spider-Man Homecoming. But one thing that I'm starting to appreciate now as I'm watching more of these is, uh, sorry, is how Spider-Man Homecoming didn't do the origin story. And therefore the movie doesn't feel rushed. It's very true, and because th- they had already introduced him in
0: Civil War, you already knew who the fuck Spider Man was. There's been plenty.
1: <laughs> There's been so many movies about Spider Man, and like yeah. they did a good thing by not giving him an origin story. He just is Spider Man, um, and and the movie doesn't feel ill-paced per se. It as it, so mu- like like the other movies do, like Doctor Strange does. Um, the uh, And that's my biggest problem with with Black Panther, which we were talking about earlier, is the the pacing. Like they needed, like the beginning of the movie was so rushed for Black Panther that I feel like we lost a lot of the emotional weight that the uh, uh, Killmonger character has. And like, it's there and you can feel it because Michael B. Jordan's a great actor. But what if Michael B. Jordan brought that same performance to a role where we got 30 minutes in the beginning of the movie to really establish his backstory? And the movie took its time in that way. And then, because Black Panther had already been introduced. So then introducing Black Panther in the way they did would work fine. And they wouldn't have to change much more else about the movie, but they didn't explore... Uh, Killmonger's relationship with his father as well as they should have or or Killmonger's father's relationship with the king of Wakanda. Yeah, that whole 90s scene in the beginning, I'll say it again, it just felt very weird. it, It just, it wasn't long enough. It was like, it was just one scene. It needed to be it needed to be it almost needed that movie almost needed to start and start playing as that kind of movie and establish those relationships and you almost feel like it's not a superhero movie you're watching like almost trick you for for 20 minutes yeah that you're like what what is this movie going to be and then it go into black panther the way that it eventually did and then you have all of this depth yeah. to yeah i agree character. that would actually
0: be fantastic it, it's true that like it Killmonger is the best because Michael G. B. Jordan is just so fucking good. It's fantastic, at, and like, you believe him so hard. Yes, it's amazing. But like, God, just like that's why you want more from him as well. Oh,
1: yeah, know? and you not even from him, from the storytellers themselves to give you his to give his yeah, character yeah. even more. Not reason. from Michael B. Jordan, but from Killmonger yeah. <laughs> yeah, as a character. Exactly. Yeah, I mean Michael B. Jordan brought it. He like, really that. did. It was fantastic. So bummed that he's... He's dead. He's dead. I'm like, what? No, yeah. don't kill him. He's he Take needs, him to... Put him in jail. Put him in jail. And <laughs> put let him, him in back. jail and have him come back. Pull Batman, please. <laughs> he doesn't need to die. I mean, it, but it is so emotionally heavy that, like, that he does die. That, like, if that's the ending you're going to go with, I want that extra 20 minutes at the beginning. I want that Spike Lee movie right before Black Panther.
0: Mm-hmm. I honestly think that, like, another Black Panther movie will probably be much better.
1: Yeah, we 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 will be more familiar with Wakanda and with the characters in Wakanda that they may not need to focus so much on I'm using air quotes to do this but establishing Wakanda. Yeah. Um and that and i think that will lend to a better movie because like establishing wakanda was so they took so long to do it in this and it wasn't i don't even think they did it in a very interesting way they didn't and they used really generic sets and they reused those sets yeah it was like it was like there was very little scenes king room set walking down the street set a tech room set and then
0: Fight battlefield, scene. yeah
1: battlefield with all the like people on the walls like that looked very weird yeah and um and then the sacred room set where he does the and it was like all those and they reused they did each set at least twice but they didn't show you anything else there was no dy- dynamic set like you didn't you didn't feel like you were in wakanda you felt like you were in hollywood <laughs> moving between like eight different sets yeah for sure absolutely God, god damn it, it. yeah and in in all you get is like these wide shots of of wakanda and it's like well bring me into wakanda go shoot this movie in dubai if you have to <laughs> but like bring me into wakanda
0: yeah for sure but uh, yeah, i mean fire.
1: i mean that's something that like the mission impossible movies do and fantastically, and they're not making cities up, which I think is what the reason why we saw just like sets in this film. Because obviously, Wakanda is not a real place, and it would be difficult to stage scenes like that. But like, you watch a Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol, and they're in Dubai, you feel like you're in Dubai, you know, you feel like you're in those cities. And, and, they, and that's international. They moved from city to city. And it feels like you're in those places and the way they shoot around it. Now, if you're making a city up, that's going to be more difficult because you're not going to actually be able to shoot in that city like that movie is. Mm-hmm. But borrow from cities. You know, pull yeah. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is able to actually convince me that they're in a fantasy universe and they're shooting in, they're shooting in real places. Yeah, they are shooting in real places. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. So, like, convince me. Dude, yeah. Game of Thrones can do it. You can fucking do it for Black Panther. <laughs> but um,
0: yeah, just a couple flukies. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it no, was for it, real. It, just a couple. Infinity War itself is not a fluke. Yeah, and
0: even like the like the new characters, you're just like, I just want to see this character, you know? And then that's when they kind of give you just a basic plot kind of thing yeah. like oh this is already selling itself so you know yeah.
1: like well, and, and that's how a lot of those movies play but then infinity war really brought it in it's not uh, a fluke it's 10 years worth of, of of really rushed movies to get to this really well paced movie yeah very well paced where everything and like, balance, well. uh, like
0: a huge balancing act between so many fucking characters
1: they did different color correction for each setting so like the yeah, stuff in sure. space was like Guardians and the stuff on, uh, in New York was like Dr. Strange or Iron Man or like depending on like what character was in focus, they like changed the color correction for each scene I was reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. It's really cool. Fuck and yeah. it worked well. It seemed oh,
0: fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's like all their movies inside of this movie pretty yeah, much. Yeah, essentially. Ultimately, like the biggest change was like, you know, uh, bringing Guardians into uh, more bring, earthly universe
1: you bringing know. the space like really out there space sci-fi stuff in, and also introducing the characters to the magical world which with Doctor Strange but I felt like that was handled really easily like really well in that one scene mm-hmm. and they get into that fight scene and it's just like everybody ends up just accepting okay there's magic kind of or there's magical elements in yeah. this.
0: I would think there would be more backlash from Tony Stark but he just called them wizards yeah which was he know, made work, fun it of worked well I well, it.
1: and I I think it works so well because he got so swept up so quickly well like, yeah for sure it yeah. like happened so fast he that doesn't like, have time to fucking just be grilling <laughs> Doctor yeah, Strange. Strange and like figuring it out because <laughs> by the time he has time to do that they're on a spaceship halfway through space and he's the, seen I, the
0: powers play out and I love how quick that happens honestly it's like, so that, good
1: that little fight
0: where like it's it's pretty good time and you're like fucking wishing hope Hoping that fucking Hulk will come out. He's not. Whatever. Fuck it. Okay. Spider-Man just shows up. Badass. Fuck yeah. It's awesome. Um, They are trying to get the time stone from Doctor Strange. So they like, he's like fucking knocked out and they're pulling him up. And Spider-Man is like holding on to him, trying to get him back as well. And just being shot up into fucking this spaceship. And I was just like okay spider-man's going to space (laughs) like what yes fuck yes Yes. (laughs) like i love it just immediately it's awesome and uh (laughs) i love i love also the scene when uh spider-man first sees the spaceship and uh he's on the bus he's like ned I'll cause a distra- distraction, I gotta go. He's like, "Holy shit, we're all gonna die!" It is a spaceship, <laughs> <laughs> he, he did, and, and Stanley is just driving the bus. You like, get calmed down back there. You've never seen a spaceship <laughs> before. <laughs> I I love seeing weird. him in his own like fucking creation. It's so awesome. He's in everyone, man. It's it's great. It's so good. I love him in Thor Ragnarok too when he's like, he's cutting his hair and he's got crazy fucking contraption with like blades and shit on it. so
1: cool. (laughs) I love it so much. He's in, uh, I forget who he is in Black Panther, but he shows up in Black Panther too. Oh, I don't remember. Yeah, not at all. But he's in like, he's done every Marvel movie since the first one, which would be Spider-Man with, with, uh, Sam Raimi and Tobey Maguire. Was X-Men before Spider-Man though?
0: Yeah. I think, I think it actually was. Yeah. yeah. X-Men's the
1: first one. X-Men was yeah, the first shit and he's not in that. Um, are you sure? I'm not 100% I sure. I think he might be, but I'm pretty sure he's not in all the X-Men movies. He's not in X2, yeah. I don't think. And x is my favorite one. x is fantastic. It's, it's so good, so dark and so perfect. But I
0: really like uh I like a lot of parts from X1 too.
1: Well, x1 and X2 were really good like uh superhero movies for and for the time and for now like they were mm-hmm. they were the they, beginning of x- men they were they really, the first movie yeah like with just like fucking Logan fighting yeah uh, it, them pulling up into that place and and it's like in his truck and it's like snowing outside and they're nowhere and then he just goes in and fights that guy in the the back room boxing arena yeah like fight club style yeah I w- it's dark it feels like a Nolan Super. Yeah, movie. for sure. It really does. It was uh, it's awesome. That those movies really struck like right in between what Marvel's doing now and what DC's doing. Like those movies were really right in the middle of being like comic booky and dark, like realistic.
0: Yeah, for sure. They
1: actually like and
0: not were... dark like lighting wise, you know. Yeah, <laughs> no, dark like material wise. <laughs> they had some dark lighting, but. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not the whole time. Yeah, yeah. and Sir Great Patrick casting. Stewart,
0: like, come on, dude. Yeah, seriously. For sure. Like,
1: Ian McKellen and Sir Patrick Stewart, like, what the fuck? Those are the best casting choices ever. And I'm pretty sure, doesn't X-Men actually start with young Magneto in the Nazi concentration camp? That's yes. how it actually starts. Yeah, that's
0: how it actually starts. It That's incredible. Well, like, the yeah. thing it, with with X-Men is that they didn't dilute it which is good because it's very intense no, it in the deal- first place it, 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 but it's hard to how would you
1: dilute that they you start can't off by the introducing It's literally to- about oppression. Exactly. It's about oppression. It starts off with the quote unquote bad guy in a Nazi concentration camp and him breaking out and then like as you get to know his character later on he's the villain but it's because he's been oppressed for mm-hmm. so long, yeah. like literally by the Nazis, and so he's not even that bad, is he? Like his motivations become so muddled by the, like what his origin is, and they immediately introduce you to that. Yeah, it is one hundred percent. And like the relationship oppression.
0: between him and Charles, him and Charles is amazing. I love it so much. It's incredible. I'm gonna
1: rewatch those movies. <laughs> we might have to do an X Men episode. <laughs> I've got them all. so say so same. This <laughs> so, so same. Bought the uh, Trilogy back at Walmart for like 15 bucks one time. <laughs> I bought the X-Men Trilogy and the Matrix Trilogy. The X-Men Trilogy got better, more better movies in it. <laughs> Come on. How about The Last Stand? So good. Yeah, but Matrix Reloaded and Matrix Revolutions are the most disappointing pieces of shit. True. Animatrix is awesome. Yeah. We Matrix gotta... 1 is awesome. <laughs> Matrix 1 is fucking awesome. I watch it once a year. <laughs> Any particular time? Christmas time. Christmas time. Very good. I watch it, around, I watch it like <laughs> December 8th through the 15th, somewhere in there, <laughs> in that week. Wonderful.
0: Very wonderful. Well, um, okay, so when Guardians show up, it feels so good. I fucking love it so much. And uh, I think it's so weird that Vin Diesel is just still doing Groot. Like it's yeah. just like an excuse for him to be a part of it. I feel like I feel like he recorded everything already, and
1: they're just <laughs> yeah, like his he voice. just like
0: he just like record. He like one night he just says I am Groot in a bunch of different ways, and well, just sends it. <laughs>
1: he he recorded for six weeks. He recorded I am Groot. 875 different ways or something like that.
0: Like when the first Guardians came when out? When they
1: did the first and I think they're probably just pulling from that and they're pitching and up and doing like voice effects to his voice to make it fit the group that they're doing. Yeah. I don't and know. And it's probably just the same voice recording he did when the original Guardians <coughs> and it's just it, it is Vin Diesel's voice but it's it's from his first it's from his six week stint. Like I mean that's, that's an impressive I'm pretty sure he did like pretty sure he worked on it longer i'm pretty sure he did motion capture he does the motion capture and then he recorded the voice and i don't think they record the voice anymore but he might still be doing the motion capture yeah that's so funny yeah it's
0: hilarious okay so when they first introduce him and uh he's just playing video games (laughs) and uh like come on Groot. Uh, You don't want to. You had to go, like your mind to rot or something. I think that's actually a line later (laughs) in the movie, (laughs) (laughs) but uh, (laughs) something along those lines. You're just like, I am Groot, and they're like, Whoa,
1: come language! Yeah, boy, this guy's got some acorns on him. I love when Thor just starts speaking with him, and uh, Rocket is like. What do you what do you speak Groot and he's like Oh Grootian uh, they speak uh, It was they, an elective it was an elective back On Asgard yeah. <laughs> yeah, Like he took sure. it in high school And he's just like he understands Groot <laughs> And that scene is really
0: Good Um, Like with them Going off together it's So good Groot Thor and Rocket Raccoon like they're awesome together I love them they're great and uh, it will, Thor's like sulking In the back Cause like everything is just gone terribly wrong, <laughs> you know, in yeah. his world. Yeah. And, uh, he actually acts very, he, Chris Hemsworth does an impeccable job, like explaining like his plight to, uh, rocket cause rocket's like, all right, time to be captain, time to be captain. And like yeah. goes back there and Thor's like pulling at your heartstrings and he's just like, I've, like lost all my friends and shit. So I guess, you know, what do I have to lose? And Rocket Raccoon, like, he, like, walks away, and Rocket Raccoon is just like, well, I've got a lot to lose, personally. <laughs> I've got a lot to lose.
1: I've got a lot to lose. <laughs> like this guy. Uh, the way Thor phrases everything, I mean, he summarizes everything that happens in his movies in, like, a few sentences, and he it, it's only because Rocket keeps asking him questions. Yeah. And he's like, the biggest thing on his mind is that Loki just got that, got killed. And he's like, I think my brother's gone for good this time. He's been gone before, but I think he's gone for good. And he's like, well, I mean, you still have home, right? And he's like, well, Asgard got destroyed. And he's like, well, I mean, it's okay. I mean, your family's still there, right? And he's like, well, my father was killed and uh, blah, blah, blah was killed. And then I, I, you know, we killed my sister because she was trying to destroy everything. And he's like, well... What about your best friend he goes he was he was also killed last week and it's just like keeps pushing and it's just getting worse and worse and it's like oh shit everything close to Thor is dead
0: yeah it's really nuts
1: yeah and, well and they dropped Natalie Portman and Kat Dennings out of the universe essentially um after like the second Thor movie I'm assuming mm-hmm. I don't remember how they I did wonder that. what
0: another Thor movie would be like if they were to make one
1: I think Taika Waititi if- really set a standard for it that's gonna be difficult <coughs> for anybody else to do unless it's Taika Waititi. Unless it's Taika Waititi or a, a really talented director. But I feel like
0: after that, after Thor like Ragnarok, Bul- I really don't think that they're gonna stop. I feel like they're gonna try to make another Thor movie. You know, I don't know what Crims, Hem, Chris, <laughs> Crim's Hemsworth. <laughs> Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I don't know what his contract's looking like. I don't know if it's coming to an end as well.
1: I don't know, and they were quiet about the contracts and i need to go look at the the hollywood buzz shit <laughs> i haven't like looked at the publications in a while but um i know robert downey jr's coming robert to an downey end. and chris evans evans are coming to a close on their contracts and i think they're both happy about it i mean both of them have made lifetimes worth yeah. of livings off of these roles and i would i think they're both talented enough actors i'd like to see what they're gonna do I,
0: they both gave as well like fucking uh this was supposed to be this last movie. Was supposed to be the end, but they were like, "Well, it's going to be two parter, so we're going to do it." Yeah, you know,
1: they're going to they're going to finish out. They're there. not shitheads. <laughs> no, they're not trying to screw the series over. And I think they know that these are going to be good movies. Yeah, not only are these good for their career, these are actually good movies. Why wouldn't you want to be involved in it? Especially if you've been in lesser movies involved in this franchise, and you finally get to this moment where you're like, "Oh, these are." gonna be the great movies these are the best part this is the buildup yeah exactly this is it they're
0: gonna finish it out they're gonna see it through yeah they're blowing their load right now
1: yeah they're they're literally they're <laughs> ejaculating on the faces of America <laughs>
0: with these performances I saw an interview of Chris Evans like when he got um, it was like when uh, first Avenger Captain America movie was coming out. And they were talking to, to him about like accepting the role, like when he got the part stuff and he's like, honestly, it's like pretty fucking daunting because if it does well, then I'm not going to be like alone anymore. Like fucking everyone's going to be watching me all the time and I'm going to be like in the limelight. Like if it does really well, yeah, <laughs> like that's going to be my life. And that's not cool. <laughs> like, he's like saying like, he's like, I'm not really about that. Don't yeah, really you know. want to do that. And like Fantastic Four is not—he like mentions Fantastic Four. He's like, "This is you know, Chris like, Evans." Yeah, he's like, "You know, if I'm not Human Torch anymore or anything. Like that's done." And yeah. like, if like this is probably gonna do like he like this, like I think this is gonna do well. And like I don't really wanna. He said it was hard for him to accept the role, like because he he knew it was he gonna be knew it was bit. probably gonna be big.
1: He's also a super good guy. Seeing his like post-fame work and like the way he treats people on the internet and just the way he like gives money and stuff and like he's not like and the way he treats fans yeah. i think that's a huge indicator it's like it's like having a good waiter or something it's like the way an actor treats their fans really says a lot about them and he's super kind yeah does he's like ryan reynolds in that way which is funny to make that comparison because I was
0: just thinking back when he was like Human Torch. I always thought of Chris Evans as some like shit little nobody yep. who is just a shithead, uh, like Van, like Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like Van Wilder. Because I remember fucking hating Van Wilder. Well, it's funny and, like but watched
1: it all the time. Well, and it was funny <laughs> at the time when we were children. It's not funny now. Um, and it introduced Ryan Reynolds to the world, and then Chris Evans was in not another teen movie. Which actually holds up? Yeah, now.
0: yeah, for sure. Exactly. That's probably more so. Even like why? Yeah, I th- I just thought like that.
1: Yeah. Well, they were they both played like shitheads <laughs> and like in like in like teen ab- teen comedies. Comedies. Like comedies about teen comedies. You know, yeah. they were both postmodern teen comedies. Yeah, but I'd say Van Leiter, Wilder is the lesser one. I think Not a Teen Movie holds up, hmm. um, which I haven't seen in years, and it would be a pretty funny movie to do for the podcast. That would be a pretty funny movie to do i agree <laughs> so I, i've seen it several times but it's been since it was on comedy central when i was in high school yeah wow
0: but yeah that that is interesting they like i i enjoy both of them a good bit now i like them as people yeah know, for well, sure from what i know
1: well I, I like their movies for the most part i mean they both well, Chris Evans hasn't taken a shit role i mean he's been playing captain america essentially for 10 years yeah um eight years um Ryan Reynolds has done a bunch of different stuff over the last eight years and he's right now settling into Deadpool, which I didn't love the first Deadpool, but I thought it was entertaining. And I think the second Deadpool looks super entertaining. The second Deadpool yeah, the, looks the like trailer, I wanted.
0: It, it, At least the trailer looks very, makes it look like a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, it looks very fun. And the first one was fun. I think that the second one is going to be the fun that I wanted out of the first one. Mm-hmm. I think the second one might be the move, the movie for the Deadpool, for, for Deadpool. Um, but Ryan Reynolds has done a shitload of stuff since then. Like, between when like, We thought of him as a shithead.
0: I love Just Friends. That movie, Just Friends. Just Friends is hilarious. Fucking could watch that. Right now. Like, all the fucking time. I love that movie. Jordan's favorite comedy.
1: (laughs) Really? Of all time? Comedy? Like, just comedy? No, I don't know if it's of all time. (laughs) Like, I'm not saying of all time. You just said favorite (laughs) comedy. We've been drinking a bottle of wine tonight. Um, I am am over-exaggerating her interest in the movie probably a little bit, but she loves the movie, Yeah, and we watch it every year. She she references it every Christmas. Yeah. It is a Christmas movie. Yeah. And it's so pretty funny, funny, dude. I love it.
0: Oh, I always think about forgiveness. (laughs) It's It's more than saying Sorry.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I fucking love that shit so much. Anna Faris is shines in that movie. Yeah, she does. That's
0: that's like one of her best things that she's ever done too. That shit's so funny, for sure. That and like Scary things. Movie 2 Scary <laughs> or what? Scary, what is she yeah. in Scary Movie three? No, she's, she's in, in both. She's in she's in all the of them. First right? Four. Yeah, yeah
1: that's crazy. Yeah. I haven't seen Scary Movie one in a long yeah. time. Scary Movie one and one and two are great. Yeah. Um, you know she got she stopped doing scary movie because they told her she was getting too old really yeah and she has a podcast now and she actually did a crossover episode with my favorite murder oh they did like a couple crossovers together it's like a it's it's like she's on they're on her podcast and she's on her podcast so there's like two episodes to listen to and she talks about it in one of those where like why she got fired from scary movie and it was because she was just getting too old too old, quote unquote even though she's like the she is the best part of the scary movie yeah just how she acts yeah so and she's the recurring funny. character and she's so funny <laughs> and like yeah and so they like basically replaced her because she was she was getting quote unquote too old and she, she's like railing against the sexism of it and stuff because I guess there's a male character that's in all of them and continued to be in them how
0: many are there is
1: there five there's like seven now really yeah like six or seven of them what they stopped doing them obviously eventually but i think they i know they did a five and then didn't have anna faris and i think they did two more after that and the seventh one was like a straight to dvd kind of Oh,
0: okay yeah yeah that went down
1: i could be wrong though but i'm pretty sure there's no more i know there's no more than seven i think that there's a six and a seven
0: three was like it wasn't good but it had some moments. It had so, so Leslie Nielsen was in it. <laughs> pissing out of his finger. Yeah. He was, it was so they, d- funny. they were
1: doing a signs, uh, eight mile, they were doing uh they did, they were doing all the Michael Jackson jokes, they were doing Oh song. my god, yeah, they yeah, were. The scary movie three was hilarious. And it was like signs and eight mile were the ones that were mixed and they were doing the ring, that was also oh, the ring, yeah, and yeah, the yeah. grudge For all sure. in the all in that one. No, the grudge was in scary movie four. Was that four? Yeah. Um, and then, because they're being like Toshiba,
0: Mitsubishi. Mitsubishi.
1: <laughs> yeah, and it had, it had like Bill Pullman or somebody in it. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, uh, the, uh, it, and, and four was War of the Worlds because it had Dr. Phil and Shaq in the Saw situation. Oh my God. I forgot about that. That was four for sure. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? But three was the ring. And three was was Eight, eight Mile and Signs yeah. and um and Michael Jackson jokes and stuff like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so fucking funny. I love that Eight Miles part of it because Eight Miles not a horror movie. But it is the fabric yeah. of the scary movie three. Yeah, it is in the fabric. They don't need to like. It became not like not every single movie. reference has to be <laughs> like a scary movie. No, but the first two were straight up like references. Like the first. I mean, they reference
0: a lot of different stuff, though. They reference like fucking like basketball like shoes commercials <laughs> and see? shit. Oh yeah, like, they reference a lot.
1: But the the first movie was like I know what you did last summer, and the second movie was The Exorcist, and then they. Brought shit in, dude.
0: The second movie is so fucking funny, so funny. With fucking uh, Chris Elliott,
1: my terms. Yeah, my he's germs. The, he's
0: the fucking best part. <laughs> but also David Cross in yeah. it. Like I was just like I like thought about it the other day. I was like, oh yeah, he's David Cross is in yeah. fucking scary movie too. Like he's what the, the fuck? <laughs> yeah, he's like a huge dick. Yeah, huge dick nerd. Is he in the wheelchair Out of a... yes, yeah. He's like.
1: I can do it myself. <laughs> like right. sucks his own dick.
0: Very uncomfortable.
1: Cause him in Scary Movie 2 reminds me of him in the plot arc and arrested development when he's getting the hair transplant and he gets really fucking sick and his scalp is just bleeding all the time and he's in the fucking wheelchair. He's like ah,
2: ah, ah,
1: ah. And they're throwing the fundraiser for him in the prison. Uh, and then they I'm honestly so
0: impressed by him in that show. That show, so he is like super impressive. In that he's show, so funny, like him. he, I just feel like Tobias is r- so real. <laughs>
1: he's he's like w- one of the best parts of. I mean, there's so many good things that work in that show, but he is so integral yeah. to how that show works.
0: He wasn't even in that first episode of the fourth season we watched the other night he was for
1: a minute for like two sex. for a minute but like he's in so much more of it yeah, yeah like for sure they, that uh, the remix is actually really funny i mean I, I think i prefer the original version they did of it but the remix is it's great it really gets you back into arrested development kind of mm. like the way it's done <laughs> okay so
0: back to avengers also the part when the Avengers, okay, so they've split up into different teams, and they go to nowhere because they've uh, they've heard that Thanos is going there. Yeah, so they're gonna go try to fucking do some shit. I do want to say that
1: shit. when they introduced nowhere, I thought they meant like I, I knew they were talking about a planet in the context, but I didn't realize it was gonna be. K-N-O-W-H-E-R-E yeah. well that's in the first guardians of the galaxy
0: I, f- I forgot about it yeah so that's where the collector is and like all that shit yeah but uh so they go to nowhere and they're like sneaking through because fucking Thanos is like grilling the fucking collector about where the fucking reality gem is I believe. Yeah. Reality stone. It was the reality stone. Yeah. Yeah. And you realize this, <laughs> that he already has it because he fucking changed. He had already changed reality. And that is one of my favorite fucking parts when he like yes. Drax literally goes after him and he just turns Drax into fucking cubes. Yeah. Cubes' ass, and then also Mantis like turns her into fucking like, like string and like spiral yeah, spiraling string. Yeah. And like those are straight up out of comic book panels in the comics. Oh really? Yeah. That's like crazy. straight up the that. cubes and the like strings. I didn't know. Like that. the ribbon. It looked so good. It looked amazing.
1: It was such a, um, a mind fuck when he uses the reality stone in that way and you real you don't realize that he's already using it until Benicio Doro starts trying to warn them in the, that reality like you're not in the real reality, <laughs> yeah. which is crazy I don't know what that implies about the collector and what happened to him because we don't really see what happened to him and he's like warning them actively at the end of the reality stone thing and they've like come up with a plan and Gamora's ignored it and she kills Thanos in the Thanos yeah which the, is crazy they're way. just like, like well that was quick yeah and it's like and, and I believed it like I, w- I was fooled I, I mean yeah you're like cool. how is this
0: gonna go like, yeah and then the reality
1: stone works and I'm like this is some legion level shit
0: yeah well it's so cool like how the how they did it too. how the, like the background just peels away like almost burns
1: away yeah it looks so fucking good so i'm thinking like how insane would some of these battles be where he's got all these heroes right like like in the wakanda at the end with black panther and captain america and and fucking everybody else and then he's able to come down and he's using the power stone on somebody and then uses the reality stone on another person at the same time and changes the reality and then has them attacking like people or just like and then like what would it be like if we're seeing their reality and how like he can change reality and i just started getting into legion headset like (laughs) like mindset you know and like thinking like the way faroo manipulates reality in that show and the way they really play with it in a philosophical way and a visual way and stuff and how the reality stone really sets this whole movie up which i know they're never going to do because mass audiences aren't going to be cool with some psychedelic crazy psychological shit but he can do that oh, with yeah, the reality for sure. stone that's something that like could be become part of the lore in like an offshoot or a third party thing or like a spin-off or whatever where somebody gets the reality stone and we get up some legion shit <laughs> i don't know i, <laughs> yeah, I don't
0: know, it, know how far they're going to go with of. it you know in the next movie or Be- anything but because
1: once he has the whole gauntlet he doesn't use the reality stone that much he mostly and i don't know how it's going to play on the second movie because we'll we'll get into that in a minute like theories and stuff but he he snaps his fingers and all the stones work together to eliminate half earth half the, the, population. Earth, the population of the universe so Obviously, it uses everything, but like he actively uses the Time Stone, he actively uses the Power Stone. He like, well, he uses them all. He uses the the he uses the Reality Stone in that one instant, but instance. But I'm talking in the final battle. He uses the Time Stone, he uses the Power Stone, he uses um, the Soul Stone by like evaporating everyone. But he doesn't necessarily use the Reality Stone once he once he has everything, and or the Mind Stone. It just completes the gauntlet, and he's able to do it.
0: Well, exactly. That's the whole point that he's trying to get to. And yeah, then exactly. Once he did it, but uh, he can the th- obviously gets use, fucking fried.
1: Yeah, but he can obviously use all of the stones all at once, or yeah, like, for sure. a, or it's use just, them individually.
0: Yeah, it's just a device of the film. You gotta like, you know, you can't be.
2: <laughs>
0: Jordan's like laughing inside. <laughs> yeah, he's laughed at something. <laughs> um, you know, you gotta, you gotta cut some scenes.
1: Well, you can't do I, all the
0: coolest shit ever, but well, I
1: get that. And like, but like in the, in the spirit of conversation, I'm talking how interesting could it could be, it could be incredible and, and
0: insane. And,
1: well, and it's not going to go there, but like for fun, like, like obviously the, the gauntlet is going to get dismantled in some fashion. I'm, I'm assuming at the end of the infinity war thing, they're going to defeat Thanos in some way. I mean I'm just going to make that assumption based on superhero movies in context and stuff not saying that this movie's actually going to do that they do not necessarily set it up that way and then there's no reason for me to assume that ex- except for just everything else. Yeah. So in theory they dismantle they dismantle the power gauntlet or whatever and they disperse the stones It's the
0: Infinity Gauntlet actually. Can't say power gauntlet. <laughs>
1: Okay, thank you for the correction, the immediate correction, um, the Infinity Gauntlet, they dismantled the Infinity Gauntlet, they dismantled the Infinity Stones and dispersed them or whatever. Let's say they don't destroy them, they may destroy them all, but like, let's say they don't. Uh, there's a third party thing where, like, obviously we've seen the Time Stone in play in, in Doctor Strange and stuff, I want to see the Reality Stone in play Yeah. in, in a movie. Like who do you think would get the reality stone and what what superhero would benefit the most from having the reality stone as The story to make it the trippiest. Yeah, and
0: someone who can actually wield it as well. Well, yeah Um, What is actually kind of in the mix of happening is So his infinity gauntlet is like kind of fried I think all the stones are fine But he might have to get a new gauntlet. Is that a thing? I didn't notice that. Yeah, you didn't notice when he snaps his fingers, he, like, looks distressed and he looks at his gauntlet and it's, like, fucking, like, charred. I didn't notice. He, like, looks like it's, like, melted. And that's why he just, like, fucking gets out of there. I didn't notice, no. Oh, yeah. He gets out of there with, like, the time stone and just fucking leaves. And then that's when everyone starts... to disappear. Disappearing. And it's, like... The way they fucking did that for like him just disappearing and then it's just quiet, yeah. And everyone's just like, "What? Like, what's happening?" Yeah, and that's fucking incredible. Yeah, it's crazy. The way they did that is so amazing. It, God, I felt it so hard. It was, it was awesome. Whew. God, I love that. But so uh, on, I can't even remember the mining planet or wherever the fuck that they shit were on was. Titan. Well, when I'm, I'm talking about when uh, uh, they go meet Peter Dinklage. <laughs> um, oh, they the star. He's the one who made the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So they could just go back and make another Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah. So maybe that's going to be a thing. Maybe that's too boring. Hopefully it's too boring, and they're going to do something else. Yeah, hopefully. But what I'm thinking is there's going to be another Infinity Gauntlet or some sort of way to wield these, and chris evans or robert downey jr are going to wield it yeah at some point and fix fix this mess i
1: don't know it's going to be chris evans and he, i think it's i honestly happened.
0: think that the fucking stones are going to get destroyed
1: yeah i think that they probably will i think they will because i don't think that they i think that, i don't i think they're over that arc I think that that's how Gamora is going to come back is they're going to destroy the soul stone and they're going to have to trade the soul stone for a soul and they're going to get Gamora back. Uh,
0: Well, it's actually more like more death (laughs) is going to happen probably.
1: Well, I'm sure more death is going (laughs) to happen.
0: I don't know how they're going to get fucking Gamora
1: back. Um, I don't know how trading lives works in that respect. respect. (laughs) Well, and they introduced new rules like they introduced the soul for a soul thing in this movie
0: well they introduced the soul stone in general
1: yeah at all and then they did it in such a good way that it didn't feel cheap at all yeah like they well they they
0: fucking brought back red skull to distract you (laughs) (laughs) it's
1: incredible and and then they hit you with the emotional (laughs) impact of Gamora and okay so the first
0: time i watched this movie honestly didn't feel too much i honestly thought it was kind of a fucking uh I thought I was done, a little clunky, and like I really didn't feel what Thanos uh, was doing. I felt it on the second time around. I felt it a little more, for sure.
1: I felt um, it, and that I haven't been keeping up with the movies. I just meant like within this context of this movie, I felt it. Yeah, for sure. I. It's just
0: so incredible how Gamora is just like you don't fucking love anything. God, and she's, did, laughing. Like, and and she's, she's like, and she's like, laughing. she thinks
1: he's failed because he doesn't have anything. Yeah, he loves. and
0: then, uh, like, she's like, "Oh my god!" Really crying, you fucking loser. And she thinks he's, and then and Red and then, Skull says, "His tears are not for himself, or something like yeah. that, or he's his not, tears are for you."
1: His his tears aren't aren't for him. Yeah, or, yeah, he's, yeah. Essentially, he's not crying for himself. Yeah, he's crying because, and that he's was a great line. Oh, it was fantastic. And that
0: guy does it a fucking. Excellent Hugo Weaving impression (laughs) Fucking great Like I didn't even know It wasn't Hugo Weaving Until after the film Yeah look It was I heard about it And I was like Oh I fucking loved that shit I knew Red Skull Was coming back At some point
1: I just didn't Some... know in this context and I don't I want to know how he got there, which we'll never get and it's probably better Well, that we don't know they
0: kind of explain it. Yeah
1: Well, he, he he says that I came searching for this But it doesn't really explain like how he went from being a Nazi to getting off the planet
0: uh, Yeah, it does in the first Avenger and he even says it in this movie. He fucking tries to wield the uh, What is it? It's the no, it's not the power stone Which one is it? it's the tesseract?
1: Oh, from it's four? the fucking
0: space stone. Yeah, well, from a lot of movies. Yeah, but yeah, in fr- fucking Captain America, they have the tesseract as well. I didn't realize that. And he I, gets I didn't fucking it. at the end of the film. He gets fucking sucked into it. He doesn't die. He gets sucked into the fucking tesseract time stone. Yeah, and that's how he gets there.
1: I didn't realize that. Yeah,
0: and they say he says it again in the movie, like how he got there.
1: Oh, I just didn't hear it. <laughs> I thought I thought he hadn't said. I didn't realize he said. I thought he like briefly explained. Like he went looking for the stone, looking for power, and all this stuff. And no, that would now been crazy. he's doomed, and
0: that'd have been absolutely insane. How the fuck did he do that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but the reason everyone's always been thinking that is he's coming back is because he never died. in yeah. the Film. She's like, oh, he just got sucked into a different dimension. Where the fuck is he?
1: And he's in Bring that. him back. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah. It is great. We sh- we should talk about how Spider-Man fucking died.
0: <laughs> All right, let's talk about how Spider-Man died. <laughs>
1: it was so sad.
0: Okay, let's just talk about the the end in general, honestly. Like, okay, yeah. so after that like once once uh Vision is turned into fucking Grey Man. Yeah. And uh He gets all the stones. Also, that part impeccable. Like, I really liked that part where uh, she destroys the fucking Mind Stone. Who? Um, Scarlet Witch destroys the Mind Stone. And then he's just like, what does Thanos say? He says something like, not this time. This isn't a time at all. Like something like that. He says, this isn't a time at all. And then he just reverses time. And then fucking plucks that shit from Vision's head. And kills Vision. Like, kills brutally. fucking Vision. It's amazing. I loved that shit. And so then good. fucking snaps his fingers.
1: Well, it's after Thor comes in and Oh yeah, and Thor too. Thor is fucking amazing in this film. Once Thor gets well, Thor is awesome in this film the whole time, but once Thor gets his new axe hammer, yeah, he's spat ass. Yes, yeah,
0: Stormbreaker.
1: Stormbreaker. <laughs> Does it have a name? Stormbreaker. That's kind of stupid. <laughs> That's what Rocket Rocket says. Yeah. Um.
0: But anyway, fucking. He snaps his fingers, gets out of there. It's so quiet. And I can't remember exactly who's the first to go. Um. I think maybe Bucky. Bucky like disappears in front of Cap or some shit.
1: Uh, Bucky and then Black Panther.
0: Black Panther, that was that was like the first That's one. When I was hit it was just like, "Oh, wait, whoa." Yeah, he goes,
1: <laughs> get up. This is no place to die. And then he disappears. And the wind just blows. That's all you hear is the wind blow. There's no music. This is no place to die. And then it I I don't know the actress's name, but the the general whatever Her face of horror as he disappears. It's so unsettling. It sets the whole mood for the rest of everything, of everybody disappearing. It was perfectly placed, like edited into the beginning of this. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. It just sets this tone. You're like,
2: oh, fuck.
0: And then Groot as well, being like, I am Groot and disappearing. And Rocky Raccoon, just like like, Rocky Raccoon always pulls at my heartstrings, honestly. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, he does a great job. God, I love it so
0: much. He's so fucking good.
1: Is that Bradley Cooper?
0: Yes, it's Bradley Cooper. Does
1: it not sound like Bradley Cooper?
0: I know. I well, I think I've tried to look up him doing it, and I've like when he did it, I was like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. see it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Is he doing a voice, or are they doing something to his voice, or is it both?
0: I think both, but for the most part, it's it's just straight up him. Like,
1: that's crazy. He's doing that for sure. It doesn't sound like him at all. He's doing a good job. He is doing a very good job. Really playing a character, <laughs> yeah. He's he's doing a
0: very fucking good job. I like it. Um, but so, does Hulk disappear? I don't even fucking know.
2: No, <laughs> I don't think
0: he does. Um, um, so we on Titan, Scarlet
1: Witch disappears.
0: I believe so. Yeah, Scarlet Witch disappears. Yeah, uh, she might be the first to go actually. Yeah. Um, on Titan we see a lot of people disappear (laughs) yeah quite a few that's fucking crazy um so
1: you see you like uh, the callback
0: to the part with dr strange like saying how many uh versions (laughs) of the future that he's seen and how there's only one good outcome and him just being like it was the only way yeah giving the fucking time stone up
1: yeah he's like now he says that he says
0: that to tony like as he's disappearing i'm pretty sure he's just like it was the only way and like disappears and you're like oh fuck and then fucking drax you get an emotional part out of drax too yeah he's just like peter and just fucking disappears like that's fucking crazy holy shit
1: and then peter disappears peter disappears too and then uh mantis is like what's wrong i i feel weird and then she starts to disappear and disappears and then fucking spider-man yeah spider-man going i don't feel so good mr stark and he's like starts hugging him and like what's going on mr stark i don't want to go i don't don't want to go go. now i don't want to go now
0: fucking insane so good it hurts it hurts he does such a fucking good job in the relationship that they've established with those two over these three He's films like as Baker. well. It's, it's, they did, they've done a very good job. Yep. It's, you fucking feel that shit. For sure. And you didn't know that you were being set up yeah. <laughs> it's so hard. They did it. They did yeah, they it, did did it, it
1: pretty fucking good. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, and then he fucking Tony Stark's left on that planet with, uh, Nebula, Nebula.
0: Yep. And okay, so. and he just literally goes, okay, like that's all he says, and it's just like him, like fucking, dealing with this shit, and he's on a fucking different planet, and he was supposed to get married, yeah, and he doesn't break down and cry, which I'm happy they didn't make him do that, but
1: like I yeah, would, <laughs> but we, we don't know if Pepper pots disappeared or not. Yeah, that's true. You could get back and Pepper's gone. Fuck. And then he has I didn't to even save think pepper. about that. Did
0: not even think about that.
1: And like how crazy would it be? He saves Pepper and he dies. Now Pepper's alive, but he's not. Fuck, that, would, can't that would
0: happen. Just so Pepper Potts can hold over his head <laughs> the rest of his fucking like, death.
1: You said you were gonna give it up. <laughs> you know, I think it's okay if you stick herbal medicine up your pussy. What? <laughs> What are you talking about Gwyneth Paltrow (laughs) she's like having in a lot of trouble right now because her lifestyle blog (laughs) is suggesting like women stick this like weird shit up their vaginas to like cleanse themselves Hmm. and it's like really fucking bad for you and it but it's like this homeopathic or herbal thing and that's all what she's about and she's super out of touch and people are like listening to her and like having serious health problems oh Gwyneth Gwyneth is an idiot I'm gonna have to look that up you should look up Gwyneth's uh, tweets and lifestyle blog, because they're hilarious to read. She is the most out of touch person. Damn, ever. that sucks. Really like her her look. Yeah, she looks <laughs> great. I used to have a crush on her when I was a child. When I saw, I remember the first time I was like, I want Gwyneth Paltrow. Like that. I want, like a that. Gra- I want a <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow. i like a moron, like a stunned moron. I wanted Gwyneth Paltrow. But then I read things that she said, and I said, never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, right on. Thanks for being in the movie, Gwyneth. Thanks for getting paid and now hurting people <laughs> with your bullshit. Oh my God.
0: Um. So that's kind of where we're
1: at and <laughs> this is where we're at guys they're is, gone they're gone and they're I, not coming back got until a,
0: next year people got very fucking upset you were even talking about this yeah and i heard like of so many people even like i was talking to my mother about it who has not seen the film but she heard about the end of the film and how many people are very upset with it like her coworkers and stuff yeah. and i'm just like no mom it's incredible you have to see it <laughs> yeah. it's really good there's a part two <laughs> like don't worry there are forces at work here that we know about that
1: can reverse this
0: yeah it happens in the film
1: it it it's also a
0: film it's also a film which is the number one thing where i'm like we were talking about how like uh They think that we're out of touch for not being like so emotional, sensitive, sensitive, like about it. But we think they're out of touch because it's a fucking movie. Movie. And And, like, you you go on that roller coaster when you're watching the movie.
1: But then when you're done, (laughs) you, you, you realize Tom Holland is alive he's in england he is, he is traveling around living a life right now he's yeah. he's doing great he's dancing to Umbrella by rihanna and zoe saldana is having a great time getting her name put on a hollywood star <laughs> you know enjoying life with her family she's not dead <laughs> fucking tom hiddleston he's having a great time he's fucking uh, he's actually he's actually dead <laughs> tom hiddleston died <laughs> I'm gonna be so upset if we release this and he's yeah, Tom like, dead. Some Freak accent. I'm like, No, Tom Wilson was a genius. We made him die. We made him die <laughs> No, so no he's uh, not dead I people swear. people are a little little sensitive about this movie and, Yeah, and, um, but I don't think they don't like it. I think that no, I think it's uh, because they like it so much that yeah. They got so into it that they felt they felt it when Tom Holland was begging Robert Downey jr. to save his life, but I can't help but look at it and go, that's not Spider-Man begging Tony Stark, that's Tom Holland begging Robert Downey Jr. At the end of the day, in the movie, that's what I feel. Then I walk out of the movie and I go, that was crazy, I felt this, that's two actors
0: well yeah, That's well, yeah. in the moment of the movie I think of it in the context of uh, the, movie, the movie of course exactly. for sure but, but afterwards it the then it's like the it's all fucking production <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'm just That's like it. okay like this is fucking insane this is incredible like he's such a good actor like, it's like
1: you know. going to see a good play it's like in the old days it's a you're going to see a great movie it's all a production it's all done for you to feel that way in the moment and then you walk out and go okay let's talk about it <laughs> let's talk about it <laughs> yeah. let's have a good time so it disturbed me a little bit having conversations with some people that I work with and some people that I know that were so upset that certain things played out the way that they did and certain characters disappeared in the in the halfway point of this arc. Um and it, it disturbed me that they were so connected to well, this. If, and, that and, and they if... couldn't distinguish it necessarily. <laughs> like this you do realize they're okay, though. Like they're they're okay. There's going to be another movie. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, well, why are you, are you upset?
1: What are you upset about? <laughs> There's just going to be another movie. Things are going to change. Yeah, it's it's going to ex- be fine. It's very exciting. Um, Should be a joyous occasion.
0: Yeah, I just it, ma- it puts a smile on my face.
1: Yeah, it's like, like a wow, fantastic movie did it. and. Pretty this like movie,
0: dark and uh, it
1: dealt it, it dealt with things like genocide, excuse me, genocide and the effects of genocide and um and like Stockholm like, syndrome and and yeah and, and also plays with the
0: like factor of it maybe being a good thing like when he's on Gamora's planet at the end oh and he it's really, like this lush
1: place yeah he really they really do a good job of of making the villain's point of view seem not completely like insane. I'm trying to like, not like, not like the comic of a villain of like, I want to rule the world or I want to destroy the world and I don't care what gets in my way. It's like a character that's going, I want to balance the universe. Yeah. I want everything to be good for everybody. But the only way to do that is to eliminate half the population. And so I don't want to have to hurt people anymore. Yeah. And he calls it mercy because they're gone just like that. Yeah, they're not in pain. They're just, they don't exist. And it's like, in a way you're like, that kind of is like philosophically a beautiful concept. It, it's fucked up. And it has like obviously fucked up consequences, but it puts you in a place where you're rooting for the heroes, but you, you kind of like the villain and you, or you, it, understand and the villain. you understand the villain, understand the villain. Yeah. His sure. motivations are understandable. And, and also like out there.
0: With the snap of his fingers, I mean, there was a little bit of time there where they were all kind
1: of and watching each other. Yeah. So like, pretty horrific
0: shit. shit. It was a
1: little <laughs> horrific for the people who are still there. Yeah.
0: Well, even the people who were disappearing. Yeah, they were like oh, like well, Tom Holland so, looked pretty fucking horrified. Yeah. But, but like, like, so, also that's attributed to his spider, spider sense. sense. Apparently,
1: yeah that was inside say, like, source told me he, his spider sense sensed it and so he was feeling it and the same with mantis mantis is like so connected to the, that kind of like emotional plane she feels it before it happens but everybody else it just starts happening to, and they're like what but for Tim, he's like oh I feel weird he like feels himself falling out of existence and mantis too was also like something's wrong yeah and then things start happening she's like no and they're the two who can like have a that damn good sense. mantis impression. Something's wrong. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she doesn't have many lines.
0: She's got great ones. I had noticed this time around when, uh, um, it, when they first introduced the guardians and they're going to uh, uh, this distress signal, which is Asgard. <laughs> Uh, like the ship being fucking blown to shit. Um, they go there like, this is going to be crazy. Everyone put on your mean faces. And in the background, you can see Mantis like literally putting on a mean face. She's so fucking funny. <laughs> like <laughs> she, she literally like puts her teeth out and like mashes them. Like it's so fucking good. That's cute. I, oh, it's
1: it's super cute. She, I mean, <laughs> she was always just like super cute. That character, anyways, like her mannerisms. Yeah, just like she's naive. Her and Drax together.
0: I love them. When Drax is eating, (laughs) and they're like,
1: "How long have you been here?" Mm -hmm. An hour. An hour. (laughs) (laughs) Really? I've I've mastered my movements to be imperceptible. (laughs) I'm so still. We can see you moving. Yes, but it's very slow. (laughs) And then
0: Mantis just comes in. Hi, Drax. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> there was there was like legit good comedy there was only the only lines that I really didn't like uh comedies wise were the Ben and Jerry's lines when they were in the um I was going to say Fleet Street. I can't remember the fucking <laughs> street that Dr. Strange lives on. His address, but he has one of those as yeah. well. He's like Sherlock
1: Holmes. Yeah. And he actually is. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, he actually is Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> and another medium. And so is Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious yeah that's crazy I didn't even Think about that
0: and what's <laughs> a space is fucking uh holmes uh i mean not holmes uh fucking watson, watson. Uh, martin, freeman. martin freeman he's in that universe too <laughs> yeah that's um, funny
1: as fuck well there's just like some of the best british actors yeah they're fantastic <laughs> yeah yeah but um there's just some of the best actors they don't even they they transcend just being a nationality
0: yeah, when they're talking about like Hulka hulka burn and fudge or whatever, like they the 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 delivery of it the itself is just like a throwaway. Yeah. Like they literally just say it and it's like, okay, let's get through this fucking joke. Yeah and I was just like, uh I hope that's not going to be... Because that's kind of towards the beginning of the movie.
1: It's right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah.
0: and I'm just like, oh man, please no. And that was like the only time that I felt that. Everything else, I was like, okay, cool.
1: It was like they were like breaking the mold of the older movies. It
0: was just Mark Ruffalo being there, ruining everything.
1: (laughs) Yeah, kind of. He kind of ruined the scenes he was in.
0: Like, Mark Ruffalo, like, when he first sees Tony, he's just like... Oh, Tony, you wouldn't believe it. Thanos is coming. It's going to be so bad, Tony. Like, you're just like, what the fuck is this guy doing here? Yeah. These lines are not supposed to be said like this.
1: He's a scientist and he's been in other dimensions and he's yeah. now back.
0: When he starts explaining things, like everything that he says, like a good actor would not make it sound like. Um, um, exposition yeah. <laughs> But he literally just makes it sound like exposition It, it, it just is <laughs> yeah, I'm just like
1: no fuck There's a little ladybug on me Hey
0: Come here little ladybug
1: But um But uh DC sucks <laughs> Yeah so DC's terrible And we watched a DC fucking animated movie Afterwards And honestly I didn't like watching it with you
0: <laughs> I With me And it's because You make me think More about the things That I'm watching Mm -hmm. And that sort of DC animated series Is more of a mindless thing That That I watch That particular one is And Watching them with You and Jordan
1: Is like Oh fuck Like (laughs) I'm like, damn it, I just ruined this film for myself. I I enjoyed it. I'm not going to say I didn't enjoy it. I don't want you to feel like you can't watch that shit with me.
0: No, no, it's just that feeling that I can't fucking... You know, it's just like the... I, I fucking hate this feeling when I have it. Just like fucking you're like watching this shit like wondering what the fuck they're thinking you're trying to get in your friend's brain well, I, while
1: you're fucking watching some shit i get that feeling sometimes when i watch stuff with, stuff with you and i'm just like oh i hope he likes this oh i can feel he doesn't like it. you can feel it next to you you're like oh he doesn't care for this movie or he doesn't care for this video it's not i laughed here he didn't laugh here. <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah, no, I I mean that happens to everybody. Yeah. That happens. It just is a thing. You you hated the guest and I didn't even get to watch that with you. And I feel like if I watched that with you it would have been like Really? <laughs> oh god. Oh god. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it happens. But I I don't even think you hated it. I was just like, oh man, this isn't panning out exactly how I wanted it to feel.
1: <laughs> this isn't the same. <laughs> I wanna watch the fucking Batman like anime samurai thing.
0: Yeah, it's. I still haven't finished it because I've had such hard times finding good Subs. subtitles. Yeah.
1: Let's talk about because uh, this episode's coming out before Society, so let's talk about how our next episode's gonna have a guest on it that is gonna be kind of an experimental guest. Yeah, experimental
0: away. guest. Uh, f- uh, our friend Dan, who we love ever so much, and we went to film school with, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> met him in film school. I literally remember him like in our what like foundations of production class, just having like.
1: He wasn't in. I met him in uh, directing one.
0: Oh, okay, I he was in some other class. He was in another
1: class with, with us.
0: He was in another class with me for sure. I don't know if it was both of us. I'm yeah. not sure, but he I might have re-
1: been in. A, in remember a just class like because I had him in, him in a with class long before. Hair. <laughs> yeah, he had long black hair at the time. I had him in class before I had him in directing one. Black I hair? Had <laughs> he never yeah. had black hair. Yeah, it was it was dark brown, was super dark brown. It was long dark. I have pictures from the time period, and he. I remember like, his brown hair. His long brown hair, long <laughs> fucking black hair. It, in the pictures I have, it looks black. It was night, but he looks black. Oh my god! It's my twentieth birthday. You're in those pictures still.
0: Yeah, I remember those. <laughs> Good times.
1: Yeah. Um, Six years ago.
0: Jesus, but um, society. I mean, honestly, just go watch that fucking movie. So good. Go watch that movie and then listen to our episode. You know, you've got a week. It's fan fucking tastic. If you're if you're into body horror and uh, films that Brian Yosna is a part of, like, and also like Stuart Gor- Stuart, Stuart Gordon, Gordon stuff, like Reanimator Re- Castle, Castle Freak. Freak. If you liked our Castle Freak episode and you haven't watched Castle Freak, <laughs> go watch Castle Freak. Yeah. And if and you like Society. that,
1: watch Society or either one. Watch Society either because it's even better. It's like Society the better is movie. fantastic. Yeah. Society's a legit good movie. Yeah, we, it is pretty good. We get into that all on that episode and it's going to be fun. We got Dan. It's a fun episode. We're probably going to have him back yeah. again and a yeah. Well, we're
0: gonna have him back in a smoother format because we had a couple of
1: a little hiccups. A little hiccups, I mean, but he was far away. But I think it was. We're, it was we're, good. It was it was a good time too. By the time we have him on on a regular basis, if we ever have him on on a on a fully regular basis, we're gonna have a full studio, so hopefully.
0: Yeah, we just put him up on a big screen TV.
1: Yeah, just throw him up there, <laughs> literally throw him conference style. Yeah, that'll be good. Yeah, it'll be nice. It'll be like a like like war room or war games (laughs) but just dan dressed up as a general on the screen barking orders at us just yelling through a monitor (laughs) that'll be a whole episode
0: i would love that that would be funny some nice little experiments i think are going to happen in there
1: i think so i think so i think it's going to be a nice little studio it's nice to know that i didn't even think about being able to use it it's nice to know that we can fucking do that
0: yes so thanks for uh, joining us along this um, this is really fun tonight.
1: it was a good episode yeah <laughs> a we're just outside <laughs> hanging out yeah l- literally in my backyard I love it um hope everything sounds good
0: I think it'll be okay
1: I think it's gonna be fine <laughs> I think it's gonna be just fine we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of background noise so we apologize for the, some of the background noise but it's not gonna be that bad but all right,
0: um if you guys would like to find us on Instagram, you can uh, find us
1: at coming of age pod or on Twitter at coming of age pod underscore. Yep. couldn't lock down the
0: you know first one, but we're
1: coming for you yeah we're we're coming. <laughs> you will hear of us eventually. but uh
0: find us wherever you're already finding us at because you're listening to this
1: (laughs) you're listening to this we thank you we're obviously on apple we're on stitcher we're on soundcloud we're on youtube um obviously your apple and stitcher are the main sources of this so please find us on one of those if give give us a review come on yeah please let us know what you think give us some movie suggestions whatever you want give us a reason why you want us to watch that movie don't just type a title <laughs> in because I'm yeah. not going to watch just a title I want to know why you think I should watch it even but, not even that
0: much like you just write a little bit after that like it's got a fucking scene where a dude like fucking blah 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 like if it's
1: something crazy you're like yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I want to see I'll a scene that. like that yeah you know and and if we, if we haven't seen it we'll definitely put it on our list if we have seen it and we've not thought about it we'll put it on our list. Have you heard
0: about this movie Clown by Eli Roth? I don't think I ever heard about it. No. Not uh, heard about it. I think it came out last year or maybe maybe no I don't think it came out last year. It definitely didn't come out last year because he made fucking Green Inferno last year. It came out a while ago and I heard about it on this other podcast. They literally like watched the entire trailer on the podcast Really? <laughs> and it's like about this guy who uh, wants to have a clown for his son's birthday and like he can't find a clown so he like goes I I don't know exactly I didn't watch the trailer (laughs) but he like goes in the basement and finds like fucking clown nose or something like dresses up as a clown And then when he goes to take it off, like, the clown nose won't come off. Oh, shit. And it's, like, fucking attached to him. It's, like, one of those kind of things. He, like, becomes a clown. And, like, the outfit is, like, fucking possessed or whatever. It's,
1: like, taking over him. It's, like, a John Wayne Gacy possessed.
0: And, uh, like, as they were watching it, like, the people were, like, I'm 100% watching this movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I was, like, damn, we should probably go watch that trailer. All right, I'll put it on after this. Okay, right. cool. we'll, go, we'll go watch it. Yeah, we'll we'll throw that on the list. I think uh, you're gonna hear us do Society. You're gonna hear this before Society, and then we're gonna do all that jazz. So if you really want to catch up, you want to be two weeks ahead, those are our movies. Yeah. Then Clown. It sounds like we're probably gonna do <laughs> that. So you know, if you really, maybe we'll do Clown. Yeah, uh, we might do that. I don't know. Um, but thank you for listening. Yeah, thanks guys. We we really love you. <laughs> love you guys bye <laughs> bye fuck you.